Hello. Welcome to episode 8 of Irredeemable Trash, the show where I watch The Taint weekly for an entire year for no apparent reason whatsoever at all. Uh, how's everyone going today? You know, how, how's it how's it going? How's, how's everyone doing? I hope uh, you're all having a great Friday or whenever the hell you listen to this. Um, yeah, let's, let's get into the show. So as you can probably tell, I got a new USB mic. I think it sounds pretty great compared to the headset that I was using. So I'm pretty excited about that. I really like this investment. It was under a hundred dollars. Actually it was under eighty dollars. Um for seventy two dollars actually and ninety nine cents off of the wonderful and great Amazon.com. You gotta love Amazon. So beautiful, so great. They don't steal money from their employees whatsoever at all. But you know, sometimes you gotta do it to them. Because Best Buy doesn't have shit, and I don't have any other place where I could buy this. So, <laughs> that came with a uh, this mic. came with a mic arm, a shock mount, a pop filter, which I'm not currently using. You might be able to tell. Uh, let me know. And a little fuzzy thing that goes on your mic. Uh, all for like 72 bucks. Came in a couple days, because I have Amazon Prime yet again. I love giving money to Jeff Bezos, who is no longer the CEO of Amazon. Uh, this is not an ad. Uh, no one wants to give me money for this show. Trust me. So, yeah, this is an off-brand Chinese mic. And honestly, uh, if I had to give it a review, I'd give it a 4.5 out of 5. It's way better than it deserves to be way better um i'm real excited for this hopefully you are too uh job search still going um i'm really hopeful that uh sounds like congress is gonna extend unemployment benefits out into the summer so i don't have to start looking at using some of my savings money to supplement my income um not that I have a whole lot of savings, but I really don't want to go through it all. I know I'm very lucky that uh, I have a wonderful wife that uh, is still employed and has a very stable job and gets paid and got paid and does get paid more than I do. And that's very helpful. <laughs> um I think I'm going to try to explore the world of freelancing a bit more. Uh, it's uh, new to me. I did a little bit of it in the past, like I said, I think in last episode. I don't remember. The weeks are just fusing together at this point. Uh, current job market, still pretty fucking bad. Um, if you own a business, um, I hope you uh, pay your employees well. And if you don't, you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> Uh, this week I played some Risk of Rain 2 with some of my friends. 
I did stream it, and uh, there's a recording of it out there on Twitch. You can check out my Twitch account. It's uh, Dr. Spaguters. D-R-S-P-A-G-O-O-T-E-R-S. If you're a cool dude or dudette or non-binary pal, uh, highly, highly suggest uh, following me so I can get that affiliate status so uh, your boy can maybe start making some money on there. Probably try streaming a little bit more in the future now that I have a decent setup with this mic and I also set up my OBS to look and run a little bit better. Uh, probably going to try streaming some Tonight We Riot in the near future. Probably, honestly, on Friday when this releases sometime during the day. Today we have an interview segment, as was promised last week. Originally, this wasn't going to happen. I'm actually re-going in and recording this right now. Uh, after I've watched The Taint, um, there was a segment right here where I was talking about how there wasn't going to be an interview, but things lined up and an uh, interview was able to happen. So, here you go interview segment is coming right after this small break here i am with a person that I will be interviewing. He previously has seen the movie The Taint. Um, I have ten questions to ask you. Uh, are you ready? Yes, go right ahead. All right. Question number one. What is your first name? Quentin. Thank you. Question number two. What is your relationship to me? Um, a friend of yours. I used to be a roommate of yours. In college, correct? Well, yeah, college and after. Yes. We had a lot of good times. Hopefully more in the future. Alright, question number three. Roughly, when is the last time you think you've watched the movie The Taint? I'd say four or five years ago. It was definitely when we were living together the last yeah. time. So that was probably in 2013. So it's actually probably been close to seven or eight years now. Oh, wow. Yeah. I didn't realize it was that long ago. Yeah, it's it's gone by quick. All right. Uh, question number four. Do you remember who was there when you watched it? Well, you, of course. Were any of the other characters there? Characters? I honestly don't think so. I think it was just me and you. Yeah. Sometimes uh, other people would be there, like Evan or Jeff, but I'm pretty sure it was just you. Yeah, most of the time I would be working whenever you'd show it. Yeah. 
because I didn't want you to have to watch it because I know you don't like it. <laughs> How many times do you think you've seen it? I'd say about five, maybe six times. All right, that's more than I thought. I've seen well, it eight times uh, once a week for the past eight weeks. How does that make you feel? Sorry for you. Yeah. I've only maybe had two viewings where I didn't like it. But that was around Christmas and New Year's, so I was a little busy. Well, remember, you also streamed it once uh, when I was living here, and you were living in a different place. Did I? Yes. I don't even remember that. It was right before Cannibal Apocalypse. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was before you moved it to Rockford, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was can- That's why the cannibal, count was probably a little bit higher. Cannibal Holocaust was the na- other name of the other movie we watched. I don't was Holocaust. It? I don't okay. remember who else I made you watch it. I don't even remember. I remember it now, but I don't remember who else was there because I'm pretty sure it was more than just you. Yes. <laughs> um, what's the most memorable scene that you can think of from the movie? I know it's been a while since you've seen it, but the abortion scene. And uh, why is that? It would be the scene that actually evoked some sort of emotion from me. The rest of it just seemed to be mindless stuff. But that uh, was a little bit graphic, even though it was still comical and not realistic. The viewer who has not, for some reason, if you're listening to this podcast and you haven't watched the movie, that's probably one of the least graphic parts of the film because there is no blood yeah but still i mean the rest of it it it's obviously fake whereas that it's just sort of disturbing the camera angle being from the inside yeah yeah all right um what did you uh like and dislike about the movie uh Honestly, I I sort of liked how the main character actually stood up for his morals for a part of it. And I disliked how all of the human, like the pretty much everyone else was just immoral and unrealistic. Yeah. Even the people who weren't tainted were pretty awful. Yeah. The only other person that maybe wasn't terrible was uh his girlfriend who had the abortion and maybe his uh female sidekick well even the girlfriend you don't see that much no and the sidekick i still say she's unrealistic yeah she's not a realistic person she she didn't do do a very good uh delivery of her her role i think i think it could have been a lot better she even monologues yeah she monologues at the end right before she dies very funny um if you had to give the movie a score on a scale of one being the worst movie you've ever seen and 10 being the best what score would you give it i'd say maybe a two a two 
that's that seems pretty reasonable rhiannon my wife gave it a three originally she gave it a two but she bumped it up to a three well i mean mainly saying a two because i've seen some things worse yeah like uh that one movie that uh scott actually recommended oh i'm gonna bleep out his last name but yeah oh sorry about that no it's okay (laughs) Uh, the one where uh, the girl is like the there's a serial killer that thinks that uh, the daughter is the uh, mother and keeps forcing her to watch people being raped. Yeah, that was that was a pretty, uh, pretty bad movie. Yeah, I don't think I was in the class when you actually watched all of it. I think I only watched a couple scenes. Yeah, it uh, was pretty bad. Yeah. Um. Although kudos to them for uh, adding the blood on the eyes. Yeah, I I really like. I think that's the only scene I like from the movie or remember was this the the eye thing. That's the movie where they uh, shove like a a needle or something into someone's eye, right, or a nail. Uh, they have tape holding a bunch of needles. And they put it on the lower part of the eye to hold the upper part from blinking. Oh, yeah. And as she's being forced, like, she's tied up, she's being forced to watch another woman being raped. And she's trying to, like, close her eyes so hard that there's blood coming out. Like, just droplets, though. Not, like, unfeasible amounts of it. Ladies and gentlemen, the... United States college system. <laughs> Definitely bleeping out Scott's last name now. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Sorry about that. No, it's fine. Um, what's the best and uh, worst films you've ever seen? What's the best movie you've ever seen? What's the worst movie you've ever seen? I know this is going to sound really bad, but... Uh... I think the best movie I've ever seen is Master and Commander, Far Side of the World. There are so many people online that would agree with you. Does that surprise you? A little bit, yes. I personally hate this movie. Well, I love the fact that both the ships like are sort of juxtapositions of each other. Or it's like one's faster and better gunned has a captain that believes he's going to win no matter what, sacrifices his best friend, and the one that you follow is the slower, less armored ship that he finds out his best friend's about to die, and he's just like, no, stop chasing, turn around, save him. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. It shows humanity. Yeah. No, I, I agree. I'm not saying it's a bad choice. I'm just... There's been a lot of discourse on Twitter, especially the Twitter that I'm part of, about how people really, really like that movie. And I'm just like, I remember watching it with you once and thinking, Jesus Christ, this is so fucking boring. But I might like it now. It's hard to say. Everything is really mirrored. Even towards the end, you start realizing these are pretty much the same ships. Yeah. Because even after the final attack and... Like the captain and the doctor that of the ship you follow have always been playing stringed instruments. 
you find out that the captain and the doctor of the other ship have been playing, I think it's brass instruments. It's very interesting. Yeah, it, like it goes down to like the most minute detail. It's like their psyches are pretty much the same where they're not used to losing. And now, uh, would you say the last movie you talked about would be the worst one? Yeah, the one with the the weird Japanese rape movie. Was it Japanese? Uh, no, I believe it was French. Oh, yes, it was French, you're right. If you want to talk about the worst Japanese movie I've seen, I think it's Robo Geisha. That one's pretty bad. Yeah. The the bullet train one's also pretty bad. I remember that one, where the guy turns into a, basically a giant kaiju bullet train monster. I don't think I've seen that one. I think Scott showed a scene of it in class, and I think I watched it once with Jeff. Yeah. It's very, very weird. You know, half the movies that way. Scott showed me, I liked. The other half, I hated. Yeah, Scott's like, a the very good, the bad, uh, and the ugly. Scott's was a very good. polarizing person. <laughs> yeah. He likes really good stuff, and then some of the stuff he likes is like, "Oh man, you okay? You okay, buddy?" Like that, uh, John Svenkmeyer's Faust. Yeah, Faust. Like, is that good. movie was great. Like the claymation alone, I loved. Yeah. Oh no! How did he get so good of a taste and such a terrible taste? I mean, I, I get it. I'm doing a podcast where I watch probably a movie a lot of people would consider the worst movie they've ever seen. Um, no, no, there's always a lower one. Well, for for some people, you know, I mean, there's Trolls too. I mean, Trolls too at least is funny. <laughs> I mean, the Taint's also it's, funny, but it's only funny because of how bad it is, though. Yeah. When you watch it, you just have to laugh. That's true. It's like the first season of Doctor Who. It's so terrible, you have to laugh. Yeah. Or maybe all the seasons of Doctor Who. Damn, got them. Oh, they get a lot better. No, they do. I watched Doctor Who with uh, my wife, Rhiannon. I haven't seen any of the black and white episodes, though, so Quinn's got one up on me. Well, the black and white ones just showed when I was in high school. Yeah. I was I've never seen it. them since that. They're hard to find. A lot of them, uh, I heard they don't have copies of them, and a lot of them got destroyed. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. Just over time, because they weren't cared for. So you're saying I might have seen some things that never exist before. Not 100% or will never sure. exist now. Not 100% sure, but it's possible. That's sort of neat. Yeah. And on that, uh, interview segment's over. So, um, yeah, is there anything that you want to uh, plug or talk about before we finish this up? Mm -hmm. I guess other than loot crates are terrible, no, not really. You heard it here, folks. Loot crates suck. So stop buying them. <laughs> Thank you so much for your time. And uh, I hope you have a lovely rest of your day.
We're all misogynists. I love women. I love them. Men do two things exceedingly well. Busting a nut and killing people. If you can't do one, you do the other. And if we're lucky, we do both at the same time. It was my... All right. I hope you enjoyed that interview segment. Uh, Quentin is a great guy, and I'm glad he was able to come on and answer the questions that I had for him. Um, feeling okay after the viewing? It's, uh, you know, it was a typical viewing. I uh, don't really feel one way or another. Uh, there are some moments in the notes that I have uh, marked down. You can tell that maybe I am starting to crack, though. So we'll see. I put down that uh, I've seen the face that Misandra's husband makes before they have sex so many times, and uh, I hate it. I hate his dumb, stupid fucking face. Um, I'm very happy that Misandra kills him by bashing his skull in with a candle and then takes out his brain and cries about it. I, I hate that man's face. Uh, he deserved the death that he got. We're very happy he's dead. Phil, uh, Phil steals a piece of Misandra's underwear when she's bathing in what appears to be a lake. Uh, why she doesn't mention it later in the movie at all is really maybe confusing. I know maybe this is a little nitpick, but if my underwear was uh, missing, I'd be very confused. I'd also instantly think Phil did it because he's the only other person around, and he's kind of creepy. So, <laughs> there's that. Some uh, clarification on the name of Houdini's like crew member that I couldn't figure out before when I listed them all. It's actually Pink Sock. Not Pink Suck or Pink Cuck, like maybe I thought it was, but Pink Sock, like the thing you wear on your feet, a sock. Uh, I also put down here in my notes that Houdini is the best character. Hands down, evidently. I thought Houdini was the best character. Uh, he's really good. And every scene that he's in, so it makes sense. I really like that there is an animated scene in the movie. I really like how well it was done and it shows off some serious skills. It's not the greatest animation in the world. It's not going to blow anyone away. But, you know... It's way better than it deserves to be. And it's just, uh, it's cool that it's there. Shows off some skills of maybe whoever made it. I know the voice acting in it was done by people that were also in the movie and friends of Phil's, so very cool. Um, I can't relate with how Houdini acts in the movie with his girlfriend during like that flashback scene. Uh, because I'm not an awful asshole. The movie blames it on the fact that he was abused as a child, or maybe later in life, it's hard to say, by his father, it seems like. I definitely knew some kids who gave off the same vibe as him, though, in school. Uh, one of them, specifically, not gonna name names, but he's dead. And he, uh, died of a heroin overdose, so... There's that for you. The opioid epidemic is really awful. And, uh, yeah, it's not funny. However, that kid was an asshole. 
So, yeah, it's funny that he's dead, but not how he died. He deserved better. He deserved to become a better person, or at least have the opportunity to do so. Uh, the circle of death scene is uh, still really funny, still really good. Um, last week, I actually liked the second half of the movie with the scientist and the abortion scene. Um, but this week, after the circle of death scene, I was kind of dreading the second half of the movie because I know how low energy it is, and I'm not really feeling real high energy myself today. So, <laughs> I was uh, not looking forward to it. Uh, when Drew, the scientist, the character in the movie, not Drew, the director who plays Phil, tells Ludus that he loves him uh, during the scientist part of the movie. It's very, very funny because he kind of whispers. He's like, I love you. It's probably uh, some of the best acting that uh, Drew did in the movie between him, between the, the character Drew the scientist and uh, Phil. It's probably the, some of the best. Uh, the guy who plays uh, Drew the scientist's dad is also very funny. He's a good actor. And the fact that he's wearing the sandals that he's wearing is also really funny and weird. They're like those uh, flip-flop like dad sandals, and they're just really, really ugly. But, you know, all them dads got to wear them sandals. So I'm glad that, that, that that's what makes him a dad. It's not the rest of his, his like outfit, because the man is clearly maybe two or three years older than everyone else. But it's, it's those sandals that make him clearly the dad. I really enjoy when his dad kills Drew because uh, that means the scientist part of the movie is almost done and we only have the boring abortion part to get through. And then we're on to the three or four minutes of just pure bloodshed that I have come to love and enjoy every single time. Uh, another week of seeing Phil wipe cum and blood on the American flag has made me incredibly happy. Uh, every week, every week, this is a highlight of watching this. So I'm really enjoying that part. That's about it. Um, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, if you want to be on the podcast and watch this uh, movie with me, you want to do the interview segment. Have you seen the movie? You want to watch it on your own? Hell, I don't give a shit. Uh, email me, hit me up on Twitter. Email is irredeemabletrashpod at gmail.com. Twitter is irtrashpod. Or you can hit up my personal Twitter account, which is drspagooters. Dr. Spagooters. D-R-S-P-O-O-G-O-T-E-R-S. That's it. I uh, hope you have a great rest of your day. I love you. Um, goodbye.